Welcome, Jason Kelly. How are you, mate? What's what's up, man? <laughs> Great to finally meet you, brother. How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? Very well, dude. I love your booth already. I mean, that's a professional setup, man, already. I know. I know. Man, this looks like I'm in SpongeBob's ass. <laughs> Was that the inspiration for that one, eh? Uh, no, I was actually just going for my fraternity colors, and uh, it ended <laughs> up looking like SpongeBob's ass. <laughs> I love it, man. What's that hat you got on there? Is that NFL? No? VT. Do I know Jimmy that? Tech, man. Hokies. The home of Michael Vick. There you go. The great Michael Vick. I didn't go there. I went to Radford, which was the school just south of it. Yeah, but I ended up pledging my fraternity there back in the day, and I'm a huge college football fan. So when they finally got good, I was, uh, well, no, I was I was a fan when they were scrubs <laughs> back in the '90s. But uh, I, it's been just been fun to have a team that I can follow and support and root for. So just a little shout out to the Hokies. They started off really well this season, beating UNC. So I love it, man. So you're based out of LA, yeah? Mm-hmm. How long have you been down yes, there I am. for? 17 years. Wow. And all for yeah. this uh all for this uh passion of acting? Uh yeah, you know, I first got started, I was pursuing the music business right around the t- as a producer and a manager right around the time that everything was uh the music industry was kind of switching and caving in and dwindling. And uh I got out here and was running out of money, didn't know what I was going to do and didn't want to go back home and I was at the gym and I'm a manager walked up to me and asked me if I ever thought about doing commercials. And I was like, yeah, man, I got to, I got to pay some bills. So my journey into acting began that way. And here I am 17 years later. And that loop dropping and dude, how got all it, kinds of great things happening. That's what I'm saying. Like, how does it feel like 17 years in you've got death loop, you know, biggest video game role for yourself. And then you've got mayor of uh, Kingstown. Is that, that's the name? Yeah. yeah Which is coming as yeah. well. That's a huge show coming to Paramount Plus, and you're in that as yeah. well. Like, it's yeah. all coming together this year. Is that weird for you or what? It is. I mean, you know, I've been grinding and working the entire time. I've never had a survival job. I used the residuals and the income from from commercials to pay for my acting training and my development. And, you know, there's some years that obviously are better than others. But I never had to have that survival job. And so, you know, to be grinding and to have done 30 or 40 plus TV episodes and, you know, a bunch of commercials, 30 or 40 national commercials and get into voiceover really on a whim, just like really my whole career is it's kind of like a whim. I'm like, ah, something's leading me down that direction. Let me walk down it. And, you know, I did the work and you get better and you get good. And now to be at this point to have all this happening. It's awesome. So did working with Bethesda on Doom help you get land this project or were they entirely different? What do you, how do you mean? Because Doom was obviously published by Bethesda and so was Deathloop. Did that have I any prob- correlation or not? It didn't have direct correlation. I think I, we had already cast, I was already cast in Deathloop and then they came back around and did doom slayer and i think uh, my name got thrown in the hat that way yeah and yeah. i was able to step in but it was totally different casting directors and 
uh, yeah, right. You know, the, the way towards that path was different. And I think after the fact, they kind of went, oh, JK's the same dude. Oh, yeah, he's part of the family. Yeah, let's just give him the job. Different, different roles, aren't they? <laughs> Very different roles. One doesn't, one doesn't say anything. <laughs> like nothing. And yeah. then the other one doesn't stop talking. <laughs> you must be loving the fans coming in from Deathloop, though. Like the followers are going up rapidly. Fan love everywhere, man. Like you on top of the mountain at the moment. Listen, let me tell you something, Dan. Yeah. I went to bed on Friday yeah. this past week and had 20 followers on Twitter. I was one of them. Okay. Right? And you were one of them. And <laughs> I mean, when I say, I, I, this is my second Twitter account. I had one when it first came out. I think I, it got up to like 700, but I yeah. never did anything with it. I was like, you know what? I don't even use this platform. I'm off of it. I got back on it this year, just on a whim. I had really? 20 followers on, on Friday or Sunday, somewhere between there. I woke up and did not know what was happening. And there were 250. And then the next day it was 300 and something. And today it's 500 and something. We're closing in on 600. I'm bugging, man. I'm like, here I am. Middle-aged dude having a time of his life. I got a brand new son. My wife's doing great. And just everything's coming together all at one time. And it's a great ride. And I appreciate the fact that the fans love the game as much as they love my performance as much as they love the game because they don't have to. I mean, sometimes you just play a game. You love the game, you know, but for them to tap into what me and Ozzy were, were creating, you know, it's, it's as an actor, a stage actor, like I, I all I can do is ask for uh, all I ever really want is that connection with the audience and for them to respond immediately and go. So all these likes and all this, connection on twitter to me that's applause yeah and so i accept it so were you looking out for the reviews for death loop like hours before were you nervous or did it just Mm. start dropping and you're like whoa here we go it started dropping and i was like yo what's happening (laughs) what what am i supposed to do (laughs) and very much like a kid in a candy store i very rarely have gotten attention for my work um or accolades for my work, I put my head down and I just do the work. I don't look up looking for the shine. When it's there, it's usually mm-hmm. me realizing, oh, it's bright now. I, I should stop and take a moment and, and enjoy it. And this is probably the brightest moment I've had uh, nationally on a spot, on, on some work. My, my Twizzler spot's doing kind of well in the States. <laughs> I got Twizzler <laughs> spot of me sitting on the beach just talking crap. Oh, really? Twizzler. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been running all year long, and so I keep getting hit up about that. And uh, I did a Super Bowl spot years ago. That was an interesting experience because my phone just was buzzing for about three hours. But this, this is Death Loops, that that project, man. That that first, that first project where people go, "Oh, this dude, yeah, we like this guy's work." So I'm happy. What, I'm happy about it. What was the? What's the most um, sort of amazing comment that you've got so far about your work or that you've read that really made you go, wow, that's awesome. Oh, wow. Um, I would have to actually pull it up because I think I just reposted it the other day. It was a young guy and he really just took a moment to say, a lot of people have taken moments to say how much they appreciate the work that we've done. But this one for him hit in a different way and, you know, he's an African-American young man, and 
I think he saw himself in a video game for the first time in a way that he normally doesn't get to see himself. That's awesome. And man. that means the world to me, you know, in a, in a way where it's go- not going, Hey, there's a black dude as the lead of the spot of a game. It was, here's a dope game. It happens to have this lead. Who's a black man in it mm. to not make a big deal out of it, but to let it stand for itself and let it just be, color let it be let it be uh, a backdrop to the story like that's what you're gonna that's all i can ask for, you know yeah. you because you can beat things on the head you know what i mean and then it feels a little too gratuitous and overdone but when you just do it and you let the quality of the work be and stand for itself and people connect with it regardless of who they're seeing for someone to see themselves in a the game in that moment and go hey i appreciate you i've never seen this before and it makes me feel really good. And it feels like it's something that's a part of the culture now. That's the best compliment I think I can get for my work. But even the even the writing, man, was was phenomenal, wasn't it? Just just spot on all the way through, wasn't it? And it's so much easier to act when the writing's great. I was gonna say, like, yeah, it helps. Because 90% of the work is the script. If it ain't on the page, it's not gonna work live. You know, yeah. you can put all your panache on you want, but if it's not on the page, it's just not going to work. And this script, the, the team at Arcane did an amazing job just designing thoughtfully and meticulously the details and the specifics of these characters. And then casting me and Ozzy and throwing us together in a crucible and being directed by, by Ben. Oh my God. I, <laughs> we couldn't have asked for anything better. It, it was magic. It's what you hope for as an actor. What I love as well, now a lot of people don't know, but voice actors like you and you and Ozzy wouldn't usually be able to share the booth or, you know, usually you'd be by yourself for one, she'd be by yourself, you'd listen to playback. But I believe there was a couple of instances where you got together, yeah? Yeah, so we were able to, hold on, I'm going to readjust. We were able during uh, the first wave of COVID, the first yeah. round of lockdowns. There was one day that, and I don't know if it was during or if it was, I, I, my, my timeline's really a little off, but the yeah. two of us were able to get in the booth at the same time. And wow. when I first started hearing her tracks, I was like, oh God, you guys got to get us together. Like she's got that fire and I play really well off of her thing. And she, they got us together. And I think there's a clip of it on uh, that just got dropped on Twitter earlier today that I didn't even know they had of the two of us in a scene playing off of each other. And we were just, it was just four, four hours of us. Hold on, in the booth? Yeah. Oh, I've got to check this out. I haven't you haven't seen, seen that? that? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. So awesome. uh, a young uh, uh, Twitter follower uh, wanted to know if they had any footage and Bennett had some. And there's a pic, so it's, it's magical because oh, it's me and Ozzy awesome. in the booth and then Bennett in the foreground directing us, and you just hear the magic popping, and he's like, yep, that's it. He start laughing, and they recorded it, so it's out there. It's great. It's great to have. That's amazing, man. So when, so when did you first meet her? 2019? That day? 2019. No, 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 2020, early 2020. 2020. So can I ask, were any of the lines recorded at your booth there? Uh... No, 
everything for consistency and sound and mic quality and space. Everything was done at uh, a recording studio in Burbank, as well as in Toronto while I was up there shooting the song. Well, I have to say, man, I've told you before, but you f- you fucking rocked it, man. You were you were awesome, brother. You, you for me, you really made the game. No, honestly, I don't want to suck up your ass. But the, no, 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 the, the humor, man, as well. Like, I don't know if that was was that a direction you got, or did you play with that, or what? Because the humor is so well done. Got the job because of my sense of humor with the character. I always ask whenever I book a job, I always ask, "Why'd you book me for this job?" Bennett told me straight out, he's like, "You, you were the guy that figured out his sense of humor right off the bat." And I almost always try to find a character's sense of humor, even if it's a heavy scenario or a heavy situation or a character with gravitas. I always try to find their sense of humor because they're human. And everybody's got one. I mean, Freddy Krueger's got a sense of humor. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, every character has one. You just got to tap into it and find it. And for me, that's how I kind of lock into somebody. And then once I get it, I can pull it back or throttle it up. But that was my that was where my original training came from, Second City. So learning how to find the humor in tough or dark scenarios... Mm. I just found works really well off of my timber and my energy and my type, my, my character type. People in here saying congrats, Jason, just for the, for the stellar year that you're having and for the game. Thanks y'all. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm having a margarita right now to <laughs> celebrate. <laughs> I wish I had one, but it's a bit early here. It's only 8, th- 8 a.m. So I- <laughs> oh, it's 6.30 somewhere. It's, no, it's 3.30 here. Well, it's 6.30 somewhere or 6 o'clock somewhere. Uh, um, Joel here says, what was your favorite exchange between Colt and Juliana? Ooh. Oh, wow. That's tough. Um, it's probably hard to trigger your memory as well. <laughs> no, I mean, it is. I haven't had the chance to play the game yet. So I'm going, I'm obviously going off of memory, but there was, there's this segment where yeah. we're bantering. She's teasing me, Colt. I'm like, shut up. And we're just back and forth and she does end up getting the best of me. Um, and I think it's a segment where it's actually towards the beginning of the game where Colt catches Colt on a cliff and is holding him by his ankle. And then she pops in that segment. The day we did that, the day we did that segment, we were just going back and forth with each other and doing these just one liners of me reacting to her showing up and her going off murking him we did that for about 15 20 minutes it was magical because we just came up with gold and then there was another part where we were actually um i don't want to i don't know i don't want to give anything away for those that haven't gotten to the end of the game the reveal towards the end of the game. but the reveal at the uh, after i've run, ridden the um the ship up on top of the tower and it's just the two of us going back and forth was that how was that done, by the way? Was that just um, by yourselves, that part? No, we got no. that. That's the part that was actually done. Uh, I love it. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah, because it was the it's the heart of their relationship. It's yeah. the heart of what's going on between the two of them. And it was so much easier to make that real and find those turns and be honest and find the truth in those moments, doing it one off of each other. Because there was a point in time where, the script was on the page, was on the screen, and she was to my right. 
And we had already done it enough times that we knew the dialogue. So we were just playing it off of each other. Yeah. Wow. We weren't even looking, we weren't even looking at the screen. Did, um, did you know about the story arc and the, where it was going when you first started the role? Were you shown that? Or Hell was it no. developed? Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got a job. Thank you, God. I got a job. Who oh, has been a long time since I got a job? I've been trying to book a video game for years. <laughs> I, I mean, you know what I mean? I've done some bit stuff here and there, but I was like, oh, 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 this is a job job. And then when I found out it was the lead, I went, oh, this is a job. Yeah. Okay. Let me bring my A game <laughs> completely. So you're not a gamer, are you? You're, you don't. I'm not. No. I'm not. I'm an actor. I used to game back in the early 2000s. I had a oh, yeah. PS3. I did. I was a huge NCAA football fan. Football. I used to play that a lot. I had Michael Vick so beefed up in that game. <laughs> He's just dusting teams by himself. Um, but I have. I, I got into Devil May Cry series. Yeah. I got deep into that. And then right around the time I was moving to L.A. and getting established in my craft, I had to make some really strong decisions about how I was going to be moving. And I was spending so much time in improv and sketch and a little bit of stand up and in class that I just didn't have the time. And I didn't want to commit that kind of time to gaming when I had this massive mountain to climb called becoming a, a, a good actor. Uh, so I just, I put it aside and just focused on my craft for the better part of seven years. It's a long time. Took me a while to learn it. <laughs> and, you know, then I got to a point, I was like, oh, I think I might want to get a gaming system. And then I started dating the woman who's now my wife. And I had a Harley at the time. And I was like, you know what? I think I have enough distractions. <laughs> Let me just focus on her. And, uh, and, and, and not buy a new play, a new station. And, uh, and so I don't have one. See, I get away with it because it's my job. But yeah, if it wasn't like that, probably be in trouble. Right. But I mean, I think, I don't know. I mean, she now wants me to get one because of this. And yeah, I'm like, cool. I appreciate it. She won't let me get a Harley. So I'm going to take the PS5. The PS5. Yeah. I'll take it. But I actually, I'm, you know, like I said, my son's seven months old. And congrats, I man. Just, congrats. Thank you. He's adorable. I am. God, they say a baby brings with it a basket of bread. And my kid brought the whole bakery and some customers and a bunch of recipes. And it's great. <laughs> like we just working nonstop. And it's amazing. And I waited a long time. Is his name Colt? No. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I tried to name him, and my wife was like, "Yeah, that ain't it. That ain't it. Nope, that ain't it." Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. She just hated all the names I came up with. Because see, my cousin. So my cousin is uh, Justin Chukeri. He's uh, we're we're cousins through marriage, so our wives are first cousins. Yeah. He's uh, one of the leads of uh, Black Summer on yeah. Netflix, and. He and I are clowns, so we are always coming up with stupid stuff. And he's like, yo, yo, cuz, man, you should, I know you're going to name your son with your wife and your, and your last name, Ashanafi Kelly, which is an A and a K. He's like, you should go with an O name. So his nickname is Oak. 
So when he's playing sports, they say, oh, Kelly with the touchdown. Oh, <laughs> Kelly with the pass. I was like, oh. <laughs> so I started going on this tear with O names, and my wife was just going, no. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. He's not going to be called Oak. So we came up, she came up with a great name. Did, did, did that becoming a new father um, help with this role in any way? I mean, you'll get what yes. I'm saying here, but I, you know, I don't want to go any further yeah. than that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anytime you go through a massive emotional shift in your life, you become a better whatever you're at. Whatever it is you do, you become better mm. because your focus increases because you don't have time to play and you don't have time. F- you don't have time for the process of learning from a failure. So what I mean by that is, you know, I never lose. It's always win or learn. But if you have a failure in life, it can set you back because you got to go and learn something to get yourself ready for whatever's next. I don't have time for that. right now. I've failed up a lot, but I failed so much that when I got this part, I went, oh, I'm going to know how to I know how to do this job. Mm. Having him on the horizon made me go, oh, I got to knock this out of the park because it's going to be publicized. It's going to get press. It's going to either be panned or it's going to be a hit. If it's panned, I may not work again. If it's a hit, I may not work again. (laughs) But I also may have a better opportunity to work. And I just, everything I've been doing since he showed up, it's been the best work I've ever done. I just got out of my way and just started leading with my heart and just letting it come out and trusting it. I know I'm running on about some of this stuff, but this is like the spiritual side of me. And no, no, no bro, no. it's, do you have kids? No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Are you married? Pretty much. Yeah. Not okay, really. No, so I'm not, but I'm, you know, not. Yeah, I get it. So yeah. you're going to get to a point when you have a kid. Mm. you're going to find out what matters and what does not matter. In your life. Mm. Everything's going to get pared back and pruned. The things that aren't important are going to fall away. The stuff that makes the difference, the stuff that you, that you're like a hundred percent all heart for, you're going to, that is just going to expand and become more and greater. And my God, it's, it's, it's insane to me standing on the outside, looking at what's happening and watching my work and going, oh yeah, I buy that a hundred percent. And I know it's him. I know it is. That's amazing, man. I love it. I'm the same dude I was a year and a half ago when I got this job. Mm. I just, the only thing that's changed is my heart's been opened a million miles wide. So was he already here um, like, I'm guessing you started recording before he was here and then some point during he came, yeah? Or not? Well, somewhere, somewhere during I came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you set that up. It's not my fault. Bam. Um, oh, shit. We all I auditioned. <laughs> I apologize to you, to your viewers. No, I'm, I'm drinking. Blame it on the juice. <laughs> um, uh, I auditioned on October 19. Yeah. We started in December, January 20. Yeah. COVID hit. Mm-hmm. 
uh, really was like Kobe died and then COVID hit, which was ridiculous. And we were already trying. And then right when the uprising and the, 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 the marches and the riots occurred, we found out that we were pregnant. So it was June 2020. We found out and we were already still recording. Um, yeah. We, we were already still doing records for it. Uh, and so from that point forward, it just, stuff just started shifting. It mm. just started shifting. That's the best way I can describe it. Kisma here says it was probably easier to get a Harley than a PS5 right now. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> oh, shit. You don't have one, do you, yet? PS5? They didn't. They need no. to give Arcane. Come on, guys. You need to give your lead star a PS5, please. Yeah, but like, think about how that looks for them. It's great for me, but how it plays for them, they have to give every one of their everyone. Leads. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like that gets expensive. It's expensive, yeah. Improbable. So I, I, my, I just did a bit. I was just doing a bit in that video about yeah, I that. Know. I was, but some people are like putting it on their websites and their blogs. Get this guy a PS5. And I'm like, hey, if somebody going to give me a PS5, I ain't going to say no. <laughs> I am not going to say no. But oh, I just can't justify man. springing for it when I got to pay for diapers. Did you know about the like the stylish art style of this game? Like when you when did you see start to see the art and things come together? Because the character really fit well. Right. You know, the beautiful leather jacket. I hope you got that leather jacket. I hope you got that. That somewhere. I am actually... I'm kind of work. I'm oh, trying yeah. to get them to get me one of those. Bit of a cosplay, um, eh? A little bit of cosplay. I, I'll take that. Or if they could just give me the patch on the back. Oh my god, yeah. that thing is so fresh. Yeah. Like it's so cool. I mean, I'm still I'm dead up trying to figure out what I'm going to get as a tattoo from the game. I haven't figured it out. If anybody Ooh. has any ideas, what's on what's wild. on the top of the list at the moment? Do you have a top contender? Uh, Black Reef. There's a that little black uh, and yeah. orange silhouette of him sitting on the beach. That would be a dope tattoo. Oh yeah, yeah you know I what like I mean? That. Yeah, I like That'd that. Be hella fresh. So I'm thinking about that. I'm totally open to suggestions anybody's got. If they got great ones, hit me on Twitter. Um, you got the information. Let me know what you think. If anybody wants to design one for me, even better. I'm down. Um, Ooh, that'd be good. You know what I mean? That'd be cool, right? I, and I would definitely do it. Um, you had a question that you just asked me, and I was rambling. <laughs> um, the start, like the art style. The style. When, did, when did you first see it and go? What, what was your reaction? I was. I don't remember the exact time. I think it was spring, yeah, twenty twenty, uh, and I think it was a trailer that I that I got to see a piece of. Yep. And I went, "Oh, this is the world we're playing." Because it was a, I was in a bubble for three months, four months. I didn't know really what was going on or what we were doing. I was just trusting Bennett completely with the direction. But then I saw it, and I went, "Oh, y'all done made like a jive ass cool James Bond style nineteen sixties thriller, action thriller." And then the light bulb went on, and I went, "Oh, okay." I know exactly where I need to live in this. And the tough part about it was because it's so stylized, the vernacular, I had to be very, very careful with my vernacular. 
and very specific. There were certain words that we couldn't use because they don't exist in that world. There were certain ways that I enunciate. Any examples? Motherfucker versus motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right? I I mean, I dropped my ER on a lot of things. Um, Yeah, right. Okay. Right? And so it wasn't that. And he's he's more polished. Mm, and I noticed that. And it's right. And it's because of the time, you know, because we didn't start dropping those letters until the 70s and 80s. So in the 60s, people were they were still aspiring to represent an ideal. And he was one of those type. He's that in my mind, he's that type of person that was still maintaining a, a specific ideal and professionalism. Um, so I had to watch that words like hell, um, son of a bitch, uh, or son bitch. Like most of it came out in the cousin, but there were certain things that I just couldn't say, um, Mm -hmm. because it's not the world we were living in. It was just more stylized than that. And Bennett kept me really honest and kept me on task with that. Um, but I was blown away when I first saw it. And I think the first full piece I saw was like a stylized trailer of the 2D, you know, the very Bondy 2D kind of look. And I was like, oh, people are going to jive. They're going to like this. I'm telling you, I like I'm telling you now, man, you're going to be up for best performance for the Game Awards. I'm just letting you know. Just letting oh, you know okay. now. So I hope you're free in Come December, on. LA December. <laughs> You could be getting up there as well. I don't know. I don't know. You'd definitely be nominated, man. I'm telling you right now. It um, is, it'll, you know, it'll be an honor to be nominated. I've never individually been nominated for anything uh, as a performer. I have won one award as an actor in an ensemble um, for another project. But the weird thing about getting nominated for stuff like that, especially this, what, do you, feel, there, do you like, feel bad or something? Is there something no, because it's just, I'm, I'm what, keeping what it 100. I'm, I'm keeping it a buck. I'm not that. I don't get that unless Bennett yeah. is directing me and I'm playing off of Ozzy. I'm, I'm great in this part because they wrote it really well and I know how to play in that, that character. But I'm elevated because of Bennett, because of Ozzy. You know what I'm saying? Anybody in that part is gonna shine. If they're an actor, they're gonna shine it. I was talking to one of the one of the a uh, 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 cat from I guess he's American or no, he's Italian. He said he played it in the English version and he also played it in the Italian version. And he told me he's like, "Yo, you were great in it. Keeping it real, the Italian actor did a great job as well." I was like, "Of course he did for Deathloop." Right? Yeah, the Italian. Oh, I haven't heard. I haven't heard the other language. Yeah, so you know, I mean, they did such a good job that all you had to do was show up and be available, and it was going to work. So, (laughs) to get nominated, it kind of is like the PS Five. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just letting you know, man. When you do get that nomination, I'm going to hit you up saying, "Told you so, brother." Man, be the first one. I got a question here from the Hana. He says, compared to the 80s and 90s with Super Nintendo to PlayStation 1 all the way down to the PS5, what does it feel 
what does Jason feel about the way gaming has changed? That's an incredibly great question. Because my first video game was Pong on the Atari 2600. I'm dating myself. But to start off in that block form, two-dimensional, asteroids, centipede, Pac-Man, to be alive for the evolution, the creation and the evolution of video games and to watch it all happen, sometimes up close and sometimes at a distance. I am absolutely blown away by what they're doing now. Um, when I, I moved to Germany when I was in seventh grade, seventh, eighth grade. So I missed out on a lot of video games because at that time we just, we were disconnected. When I left Dragon's Lair, if my memory serves me correctly, was the first big video game arcade that incorporated full, like full on animation, you know, like Mm. Disney style animation, full on animation with a video game. And I remember then going, yo, this is, this is something different. What I see now, and like you said, the last time I played games was video was uh, the Tiger Woods golf, NCAA football, and Devil May Cry. The storytelling and the cinematics that come with what is in gaming today. Some of these things need to be made into movies or TV series because the the, the storytelling is so damn good. It's so good. Oh man, you and you and Ozzy in a in a live action Deathloop movie, man. That's that's sick. That's a great idea. <laughs> Bro, like uh, that would be You like the sound of that? Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> yes, I told him straight up. I said, if y'all cast Idris Alba, we're gonna have a problem. <laughs> Cause I can act. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. And I can get yeah. jacked. I can get ripped for this part. I'm already working on it. Hey, you look a little bit like Colt. I'll have to have a go. No, I do. I, yeah. I think there were a couple sessions where he had the video camera in my face because it was always virtual. I was in the booth and they were almost always on screen somewhere. Um, yeah. And they told me, they said, oh, no, no, no. Keep the camera on your face because we're going to be using some of this. I didn't really know what that meant because oh, wow. we didn't have any facial capture dots on me because um, I've done that before for a project. That's coming out next year. Hint, hint. Um, oh, yes. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, we'll, sh- we'll shut up now, but yeah, I'm excited for that. I'll just say sequel. That's all I can say. <sighs> okay. Okay. Don't and, get me. Uh, so I'm, I'm having you back next year is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. So I booked like three big video games this year. Two of them aren't wow, coming out man. for a while. So you are One on fire. Next year. Shit. I love We're this, warm. Man. I love this. We're man. warm. We're warm as hell right now because this booth ain't got no AC. <laughs> it's hot. You can open the door if you want, man. It's all good. I'm gonna get a little bit of air real quick. Yeah, please. I don't want you. We we sort of don't want you to die during the interview. If you could there do it go. after, that'd be no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> don't die on camera. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, no, that's that's amazing, man. Um, got a question here. Before we jump to the next question, did I answer that previous question? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How has how do you feel about um, how gaming's changed? Um, yeah. Long term says Jason is amazing. 
That's it. That's it. You're just amazing, man. Can 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 Jason cook? Joel says. Yeah, I'm cold in the kitchen and on the grill. Like I'm a beast. What are you? What oh, are you, hey, are you in front of the barbecue? Or what? What are you? Where are you most comfortable? Uh, most comfortable in front of a barbecue. Uh, but I mean, I throw down on some spaghetti sauce. I make a mean breakfast. Um, I don't really have recipes. I just throw stuff together that I know it tastes good. I broil the most insane salmon. Mm. Like my salmon is ridiculous. I'm gonna give you all a hint. Don't broil salmon. First of all, always broil salmon, but don't broil it meat side up. Flip it over so the skin gets crispy. Ah, uh, I always I always get trouble with the skin, man. That's what gets me. Now broil think- it with the skin up. Yeah, right. Skin up, and then when that's done, flip it, and then let the rest of the meat cook for like five minutes. There you go. Now I'm going to ask you about Taylor Sheridan. We were talking off air, but um, I'm working on this this new show of yours that's coming mm-hmm. to Paramount Plus. I mean, what was that like, man? Because he's a phenomenal, you know, writer and director, and I mean, that's he's phenomenal talent, mm-hmm. like, actor. Writer, director, producer. Taylor's 50, 51, and is he? Wow. Ripped. Like, <laughs> this dude. I showed up to set the first day. I had a scene, my very first scene. Nervous as hell. I had a scene with Renner um, and my boy James Jordan. It's three of us in a scene. And nervous as hell. Like, I'd been working on my material for days and days and days and days and days. And Taylor just comes in just. And I'm going, good God, dude, like, <laughs> save some cow for the rest of us. Like, bro, he's yoked and he's got his mask on. He's like, yeah, yeah. So he's like, yeah, 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 do this. What's great about him, he casts, and it's not me, he casts people that are the part or that are just so naturally real and interesting that it can't help but come through on screen, right? And I watched all the people that he put in this in this film, in this TV series, well, it's a 10-episode film, basically. Mm. And everybody is so different. Everybody's, a, there's a lot of new cast, a lot of new faces in this cast, people that you just not heard of. Mm. And him and Hugh Dillon are hands down some of the best writers for just raw, gritty, realistic material. They pull from their real they pull from reality and their resources. <laughs> um a lot of fun to work with. Doesn't have to direct a lot because again he gets the people that he wants that he knows can do the job. So he just comes in with a little note. Yeah, hey, try this. Try soft. Try a little try a little heavier. Really? Just th- think it. Doesn't micromanage. You know, doesn't micromanage the scenes at all. Like, not at all. He knows what he wants. He's got an incredible team of people around him. And he just lets the creatives do what it is they do. And then he makes decisions and choices about what he wants. Yeah, interesting. Can't wait to work with this guy again. I had such a great time. I got to work with him one day, one or two days. And then the rest of the time that I was there, I was interacting a lot with his writing partner, creative partner, Hugh Dillon. And Hugh's like, Hugh is Canadian rock uh, punk rock royalty and just a cool dude K 
kicking it with him and just learning about the craft and learning about producing and creating from that level mm. with guys, guys, because that's what it is. Like, there's no, neither one of them walk with this air of superiority or mm. celebrity or overly polished shine or presentational branding. They're just guys. Like, have a drink with them, shoot a scene with them, go ride a horse with them. That's how they are. And it was hands down one of the best creative processes I've had as an on-camera actor in my career. It was incredible. Am I going to love this show if I've loved, you know, Ooh. Wind River, Sicario, and Yellowstone? Ooh, bro. I'm, I'm on. I'm ready. Get ready. Dan, everybody, <laughs> y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. There were three episodes that I read. Yeah. I was like, oh, huh, I got to go take a bath. Oh, that's so dark. Really? I can't believe Whoa. they wrote this. I can't believe the studio's wow. letting them do this. So this is dark I can't believe stuff. Gonna... It just... You're dealing with the world set within a prison town where the entire community is driven by that industry. Just imagine the degree of dark corners you can go into mm. in that world mm. and they go down them and then they start moving stuff around to see what's in there and it, it's gonna blow you away it it's one of the, it's this tv series i love yellow stuff mm. i dead of us like yo q if y'all got like need like a black cowboy can you cast me because i'm in um this show they wrote before yellowstone 11 or 12 years ago. And I have a friend that works for the network and they're like, yo, this is the best. This is the best material they've got coming out. I think it's going to, I think it's going to be a real hit. I've it's going to be feel, huge. i got a feeling. And Jeremy. I could just Jeremy, tell by the trailer, man. Jeremy, Kyle, and Diane Wiest. Oh my God. Yeah. They're so good in this. Yeah, what was it like working with Jeremy? How, what's he? Because he's a star. I mean, he is a bona fide star. So, and you said you, were, you said you were really nervous. I don't blame you. Like, is he yeah. easy to work with? How did it? How did that go for you? You know, what I love about Renner, and we only had that. We only got this one scene, mm. but he just got done with Hawkeye two weeks before, two or three weeks before, and showed up here doing his job, and sitting across from him. And watching him prepare, like, he was immediately available. Hey, how you doing? Pleasure to meet you. Shaking hands. Um, he's the type of star that I would want to be when I'm a star, where you just don't read your press clippings to the point where it goes to your head. He's a guy's guy who got to L.A. and just did the work and grounded out was great at what he does, but got lucky with some jobs. And when he got lucky, he was ready. And he shines and he's cool. He's the type of cat you want to hang out with. Very cool guy. Great to work with. His work ethic blew my mind. I'm sitting here watching him do, learn a five-page scene while he's learning our scene and then has another one right behind it. And I'm sitting here watching him just grind it out and just making adjustments as he goes and just throwing it out there and playing the moment. And I went, 
That's it. Wow. That's it. Fully aware of who he is. Fully aware of what he represents. Take nothing from him on that. But he doesn't. He no puts ego. stock in it. There's no ego. You can't. Like, you can't have that kind of ego in this in this degree, in today's film, TV, celebrity world, if you have an ego, your career is going to be short. Mm. It's just yeah. going to be short because people don't have patience for it anymore. Yeah. Ari here says, do you have a favorite movie, um, Jason? Gosh, that's, <laughs> See, that's, that's Maybe a couple um, you can come to, to, come to mind. From the 70s, obviously, <laughs> Star Wars. Right there in the pocket. Yeah. Um, from the eighties, probably Back to the Future. Um, from the nineties, probably it's a toss-up between Forrest Gump and Boys in the Hood. Two very different films. Yeah, I was gonna say very different films. <laughs> very different films. Very very different. Um, but shows you then, shows your uh, diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from the 2000s, uh, 2020 and the 10s and teens are tough because Mm. there's a lot of stuff I like. Um, Mm. And I had started on my path. Um, Devil in a Blue Dress. I don't think Don Cheadle's been. Don Cheadle's phenomenal. He's so good in that movie. Mm. he's deadly and hilarious at the same time. And I love that. I watched him in a movie recently this year. I forgot the name of it, but he was also really good. Yeah. uh, On the, it dropped on HBO max. Yes. Uh, And I just drew a blank on what it is, but you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 Great film. Mm. Um, Yeah. Once you get into two thousands and like the last 20 years, there's so many movies that I think are my favorite films. Like, couldn't even begin to pinpoint any one of them. I think yeah. Endgame, as a film, as a movie, as a popcorn movie, I don't know how you tie that much together and make that many things work in one film, in one three-hour film, but they did it, and it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Mm. Yeah. I, would prob- I could say that, even though it came out in 99, I could say that The Matrix is my favorite of the 2000s. Um, mm transformative film. I like movies that are very transformative in that way. What'd you think of the new um, trailer? <laughs> come on, man. Like, think about how brilliant that is. Yo, we're going to relaunch the franchise. Okay, how are you going to do it? Well, what happened if he had taken the blue pill? Yeah. He, he, and that's he, where they're starting to film. He doesn't age that, man. He doesn't age, man. He's That dude, that is, that's the guy that's the class act. That's one of those you hear some about, have you heard about some of the things that he's done? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. You yeah. know what I mean? He's a like, really nice, known to be a really nice guy. Him and Hugh Jackman are up there, I think. Just just known to be very generous, classy, generous, classy very, guys. Very generous. Yeah. And he really learned how to do all that shooting in John Wick, so don't knock on his door later night. <laughs> we are right to give you a couple more questions, Jason. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I got time. Um, we've got one here from Nickel who says, did you have a favorite catchphrase or um, line, one specific line? I know we mentioned uh, Juliana before, but is there one specific line that comes to mind or like saying? Um, 
there's I like the word Riketto plan because I just had a hard time <laughs> saying it. Um, I say Riketto plan one time in it, and it's I love that word. I like multisyllabic words, but I I love I do just like I will break this motherfucking loop. There's yeah, I love that line, man. Sam Jackson, that about is that? that's epic. I love that line, especially with I, that animated style they put over. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, I've seen all the trailers. I haven't seen as much of the game, but the trailers are epic. Well, if you want to see work, man, I've got pretty much every line recorded. Um, do like in a video. So just head over to my channel, check it out. You, you know can watch what? your I whole did. work. <laughs> I saw a part of it. I was watching one of the videos the other day. And I was like, oh, he done captured most of the line. I love it. I've seen the first 20 minutes of the game. And yeah. uh, that brought back some memories of recording them. Because I didn't, at that time, I didn't know what world I was in. And I approached the material like I would approach a script for a TV show. So I printed everything out. I got it in my binder. I went through, I read it out loud. I made choices. I was like, Hmm, what's this about? What's this mean? I don't know what that means. I made notes. And then I got in the booth and then it was like, yeah, you don't need all that. I'm going to direct you on everything. I went, Oh, okay, great. <laughs> but I came with everything uh, I prepared. Yeah. yeah I prepared yeah. and I came with everything that I had and we threw it all out the window <laughs> and you end up with the performance that we got. Um, did you get any backstory on Colt's wife? No. I just found out. I just found when I found out that we had that I had a wife. That's as far as we went with it. Yeah. Right. And but but, but that we were very much in love. Um, that we had a wonderful relationship, and then something happened, and. He's scarred from it. That's all I got. Mm, interesting. Beautiful. All right. Well, Jason, um, is there any other upcoming projects that you want to plug that we should keep an eye out for? Uh, yeah. Um, so ironically, what's today? The 16th. I don't know if you guys get Paramount Plus down, down we, on We that. just got it. Yeah, yeah. We just got it. So there's a new animated series called The Harper House coming out uh, that drops today. And I believe I play, I play president, former president Barack Obama in episode six. And it's the first time I've gotten a chance to really cut loose and play around with that character and that voice. And it <laughs> is kind of good, bro. It's kind of good, man. It's kind of good. So we got that. And then. Um, is that your first time I, doing Obama or? No, I mean, no, I've been working on Obama and doing Obama. I did the CBS diversity showcase back in 2009 and it was a live sketch comedy show Yeah, uh, in LA. And I, I, he won the day before we did our show. Um, so I was doing him back. I was doing him back in the sketch comedy improv world, probably in 2006. I was going to say, cause I know someone that does, um, Biden, and he always gets mm -hmm. called back to do Biden stuff, obviously, because it's yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, mm. yeah. I just I just, I did an episode of Let's Be Real on Fox as President Obama opposite Bruce Springsteen. They were doing a spoof of um of the podcast that the two of them do. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then Fox <laughs> has a new has a new pilot that Taylor the creator Tyler the creator is doing. 
Um, and they just cast me in that. Uh, so a couple things, things. but the next job is the next audition, man. I got, yeah, yeah. I got a series regular TV. I got a series regular. I got to put myself on tape for (laughs) tonight or tomorrow. So yeah, nice. Just back. Always grinding, man. So Paramount plus, um, and then mayor as well coming out later this year, November, Mm -hmm. I think it was. Yeah. November, uh, I believe 14th, 13th or 14th, 14th on uh, Mary Kingstown. Beautiful. And anything, yeah. not, there are other things coming, but keep an eye out on the socials for those, eh? Yeah, keep an eye on the socials. I w- I'm not able to announce yet the Ooh. next big video game I'm in, but it's a big one, and I'm in the cinematics for that. Well, what's cool is I think these game companies are starting to recognize these voice actors have a, have followings and have fans and are actually announcing it ahead of time these days. Yeah, they are. So It's... You know, I don't know why the gaming industry in his, historically has never really leaned, leaned into the actors that they've got casting mm. these voices. I know it's not about us, but we help. You know, I pour my life and my heart into a job. So when it's time to promote, and I'm ultimately going to be responsible for a lot of it, the actors are almost always responsible for the work that they do. So yeah, to have us be a part of the promotional activities and putting our names out there and letting us, letting us get a little bit of the spotlight of the game so that we can then turn point that to our followings is, I don't know why they don't do it more because they're starting to, they're, they're casting a lot of actors that live in both worlds. And if you got people that got on camera careers, why wouldn't you leverage that for the success of your game? So it's nice to see that they're starting to do that. I'm totally honored that Arcane, yeah, because uh, Bethesda decided to do that with us. Yeah, because you were on a you were at QuakeCon, which is months before the game came out. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was pretty great. And this is my first foray interacting and connecting with the community. And I, you guys are great. You guys are amazing. Thank you, man. Because yeah, even, you know, usually if I were to hit you up, um, if I were to hit an actor up like I did with you, they wouldn't even respond to me until the game came out because they'd be scared of, you know, releasing information about them being oh. involved. You know what I mean? Bro, like I got a long, I got a page of things I couldn't <laughs> talk about if we did this yesterday <laughs> or had done this two days ago. And I was like, yeah, right, so let me schedule. Let me schedule with you later in the week because when we get on, if I, if I happen to be drinking and something <laughs> slips out, I'm not liable. Uh, thank you, man. So, um, guys, make sure to follow Jason. He's on Insta, Twitter, anywhere else, brother? Uh, I have a Facebook, but that's Insta and Twitter is better. Jason uh, Kelly dot co- Jason Kelly dot JK. On, on Instagram Insta- and Jason Kelly and- underscore JK on Twitter. Yeah. And it's Jason Kelly with EY. EY. Because that gets dropped a lot. And then if you use the E, Jason E. Kelly, it's Jason E. Kelly with no period in there. It's just a personal thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 That's I'll a like- bougie ass personal thing, but that's <laughs> something that I do. Hold on. So you like the period or you don't? I don't like the period for whatever reason. And that actually came, quick story, 
Yeah, no, no. I lied. It's not gonna be a quick story. So <laughs> you know, you know the uh you know the seat back chairs, the seat backs that we get that that they have on sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So hold on, let me grab mine. So I'm on set. So here is my first one from Mayor of Kingstown. Right? Oh nice. Yeah, yeah. You see this shit. No, oh, no, right? No, rolling joke no. between me and Hugh Dillon. Oh. Me and Hugh Dillon, <laughs> me, me and Hugh Dillon. There are now oh. four of these. There are four of these. <laughs> I have this one. This was from my last oh. day on set. Me and he, Hugh would come in and be like, Did you see your chair? I'm like, Yeah, but the name's spelled wrong. He's like, What? No, I'm on this. And he'd take off and he'd go and talk to somebody. And then the next day there would be another chair and another set, another chair, and it would be spelled wrong. And it was Jason <laughs> e. Kelly, e. Kelly with no period. And I was, he's like, did you get your chair? I'm like, yeah, I got it. He's like, is it, is it right? I was like, nah. He's like, what's wrong? I showed him. He was like, damn it, I'm on it. This is my mission. And so he made it this mission to get me my seat back right. And he goes and he gets it. He finally gets the one that's Jason E. Period Kelly. K-E-L-E-Y. And we get it. We puts it up. He's like, did you get your chair? Yeah, I got it. He's like, let me see it. And I get up. He looks at it and he goes, I don't like the period. <laughs> We're taking it out. Okay, no. I'll get you another one. And the next day. He find, he got me one. He's a Jason E. Kelly. Oh, so you do have the good one. No, so okay. I, they're sending they're sending me the good ones, but okay. it was great in that he went drop the period. It just flows better. I went. This is kind of like that scene in Social Network, <laughs> where Timberlake's character goes, "Just make it Facebook. Drop the book. <laughs> it's clean." It but, is, oh, that's perfect, man. Yeah, he he is right. So that's what we're doing. Before I let you go, man, is there anything you want to say to the fans just quickly? Uh, you guys, I really appreciate your support of the game. Ozzy and Bennett and the whole Arcane and Bethesda team, we're absolutely blown away by your response. Uh, we thank you for making us a part of your excitement and your journey into the game. We hope that you keep on playing, keep on supporting. Um, hit us up on the socials. I'm usually pretty active in responding if I can. I know Ozzy's on a series right now and sometimes is a little busy, but um, I really just appreciate you guys welcoming us into your homes and playing characters that we voiced. And we look forward to seeing you guys on the next game. Really appreciate it. This has been the, one of the highlights of this year for me, and I appreciate you guys. You mean the interview, not the game coming out, yeah? Huh? <laughs> You mean this interview's the highlight, right? Yeah. This interview, the y'all, bro. Like, this is this is my first Dan, this is my first interview. Oh, that can't that can't be right. No. This is this is my first independent interview about anything I've done. And I've been a part of some projects, man. This is my well, first one. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, brother. Thanks for having me, man. I, this has been a blast and a joy. It's always fun to connect to people that are connect that somehow connect with your work. Oh man. And I appreciate you. 
We all, we all love the performance, man. Is there anything quickly before I let you go that, that Colt can say to Dan or is there, is there anything he can, he can – I don't know. I don't know. I, I just want to hear that voice one more time, man. I, 